0: For today's episode, you're going to be hearing a recording from a workshop that I did talking all about client experience. I thought that this was really helpful for you, especially as we close out one year and start preparing for a new year with our clients. And I know many of you have requested, I really want to have a better client experience. So I thought that this would be really helpful for you. Um, and give you some insight into how to build out your client journey step-by-step. So I hope that this helps, and I hope that you enjoy this workshop. Feel free to grab a pen, paper, notebook, whatever you need to take some notes and map out your client experience. And for those of you wanting to go a little bit deeper, you'll hear some more information on the From Broke to Booked Blueprint program toward the end of the workshop, we dive in very in-depth, very deep into the topic of client journey. I show you like a complete step-by-step process for this. So if you're looking for more information on how to do that, pair it with branding and organic marketing strategies, definitely go check out the Blueprint program, which you will hear all about again at the end of today's conversation. All right, let's dive in. So today we're talking about eliminating your competition with an exceptional client experience. So I love this quote. People will forget what you said, forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And I bet every single one of you are nodding your head and can agree with this quote from Maya Angelou. Yes, um. Absolutely. I'm sure we can all relate to this. And this is really important in the business world as well. Um, If you can think of an experience in particular where you, uh, maybe you went shopping or you went to a restaurant or you were trying to do business with someone and they treated you horribly or they kind of just neglected that you were even there. um, You remember that. And I bet if you had a negative experience, you probably told yourself you were never going back somewhere. Same exact thing. This happens in our industry every single day. It makes me absolutely sick, but this does happen. And so I want you to understand that your client experience is very, very important to your business. So people don't typically rave about a good or a mediocre experience. They rave about an exceptional experience and they also talk about a bad experience. So I want to talk about reviews for just a quick second. I don't have a problem having my clients tag me in their photos. I'm not having to like beg my clients to leave me a review or to talk about me or to talk about their experience with me. They just do it. And I truly believe it's because they are walking away with an exceptional experience with me. Now, do all of my clients do this? No, but a good majority of them do. So if you are um, right now struggling to get people to shout you out, leave a review, talk about you, refer you to their friends and family, It might be because they only had a good, and okay, or a mediocre experience, or maybe they're not even really having um, the experience that they should be. Maybe they aren't having their expectations met in a way that they thought that they would. And so today I want to turn that around for you, or I want today's training to be a very good validation that you have an exceptional client experience in place. But I promise you, everybody will take away something from today's training, because even the seasoned pros tell me this is one of their favorite things to, um, constantly revisit and redo and make it even better. So what is a client experience? What do I mean when I say that? So a client experience is the impression that your clients have about your brand as a whole throughout every single step, basically, of their client journey. So your client experience is basically how you are making someone feel, okay? And it's not just how they feel about their photography session, it reflects back to how you're making them feel about your photography brand as a whole. Okay, so it matters so much. And what I love about client experiences is that you are able to tweak it depending on what your niche is, you are able to tweak your experience to directly meet that right fit client. So I hope that yesterday's training is starting to click for you and why I encouraged you guys to really dig deep and really go all in with one type of person. It's really hard to create client experiences for five different types of photography, but you can absolutely brand yourself and create a client experience when you know exactly what path you're about to walk down. So I just want to make sure we're all on the same page that the pieces are starting to make sense and fit together here. Okay, a happy client is one who will likely become a loyal client. So if you can impress your client. That is how you get loyal clients. So I talked about um, over the last three days, I've talked about how there's enough to go around for everybody. Not every single person needs to have 365 new clients, right? You don't need a client per day. A lot of us are really working between 100 and 200 clients max. And that's all we really need in a year. And if you're really good at what you're doing or you're in a niche where you can have repeat clients, which is something that I teach to, then you will be able to have loyal clients and you won't have to work so hard to market. Can I get an amen for that? Amen for not having to market so dang hard on the internet. So the best marketing strategy for your business is a client who will promote your business for you. And then one who is loyal and advocates for your business freely without having, being told, without having to be asked, right? This is your number one marketing strategy. And when I ask my blueprint students, Hey, what is your number one marketing method? Every single one of them. And I'm pretty much going to stand firm on that says word of mouth, word of mouth, referrals, loyal clients, right? So that's the best marketing strategy because it's free, right? Okay, so how do you create loyal and raving clients like this? Well, you've got to create your client's journey. And I will also preface this with how do you create loyal and raving clients? You have to do what we talked about yesterday. You have to know your niche, and you have to specialize, and you have to know your X factor. And then you're going to create this beautiful client journey. And then you would also to up level that even more inside of the blueprint, we go all in with branding. So everything looks beautiful and it ties together with a beautiful bow. Okay. So today we're going to create your client's journey. It starts actually a little bit before the inquiry even happens, it happens at the first touch point. Yes, Michaela, got it. Michaela said, as soon as they see some of your images, I love it. Yes. Yay! Okay. You guys are so smart. Okay. Yes. It starts before the inquiry even happens. And sometimes that inquiry is the first touch point. So this could be when someone fills out your contact form, which would be the inquiry. It also could happen the very first time they come across your work. This could be someone else sharing about their experience with you and showcasing the images that you took. This could be um, a social media post. This could be them finding you on Instagram or Facebook. It could be, I mean, there's just so many things, okay? So many things. It could be a Google search and then coming across your website. So it's very important that you understand that your brand and your client experience, it matters more than I could even tell you. Basically, it's almost like your reputation precedes you and your business. And so that is exactly what I think of when I think of a client experience. And so that's what we're going to dive into. Okay. So here's what matters most. So when you're building this client experience out, these are the three things that matter most communication, trust, and expectations. And we're going to break all three of these things down because they all tie in. So if you want clients who rave about you, you've got to earn their trust. If you want clients who really feel taken care of, the communication has to be there. Also, if you are wanting to have clients that really say you go above and beyond, you've got to literally go above and beyond their expectations. So we're going to break all three of these things down. So we're going to start with communication communication is so important i don't know about you um, but in my relationships especially my marriage communication to me weighs heavily in the relationship because where there is poor communication there is less trust and then there is obviously the letdown of my expectations not being met i think we can all agree on that so communication is so important And I always like to compare and use dating metaphors or marriage metaphors for when you're working with clients, because it really is a relationship. They really do need you to communicate with them. So, you know, if you're getting disappointed that your clients are not showing up to the session wearing things that you wanted them to wear, it's probably a lack of communication, a lack of trust. It's one of the two. Okay, so. My question to you is How are you currently responding to your leads and inquiries? And then how long are your leads waiting on a response? So, what I mean by this is, where are your leads coming from? So, early on in my business, I was primarily just doing it all from Facebook or Instagram. So, we were always in the DMs, or um, it was always Facebook Messenger. And I just, it was just a constant back. And fourth, and then honestly, because Messenger is tied in with my friends and family, in my personal life, I felt just felt like things were all over the place. Some of you might only respond to leads and inquiries that come through your email or your website. It's really kind of just depending on where you're at in your business. So I want you to be thinking about how am I currently responding to leads and inquiries and literally write out all of those places, Okay. Your goal is to simplify this. And this is something that we get into when we talk about automations and workflows and systems and processes. So that's like a whole nother side tangent. But keep in mind, how are you doing this? And then how long are your leads waiting on a response? So this is really up to you, but I am going to tell you, and we kind of already touched base on this. It absolutely matters. One of the factors that someone's going to have um, to decide to work with you is how long did they have to wait to even hear from you, right? So that's going to be really important. So I recommend having an autoresponder for all of the leads that come in via your contact form and your email. So an autoresponder does not necessarily mean that um, it has to be like a robot and no personalization. It literally just means that when someone inquires, you're sending them an email that gives them a reasonable expectation for when they can receive a response. So for example... Hey, Amber, just wanted to let you know that your um, inquiry has landed safely in my inbox and you can expect to hear from me and then give your business hours and say, Hey, I cannot wait uh, to you know, get to know you and potentially work with you. And then you're basically, you. what another thing that I do in my autoresponder is I say, Um, In case you missed it, um, here is a link to my investment guide. Feel free to look it over. And if you decide to go ahead and book right then and there, then there's a button for you to book with me. Guys, people literally book themselves on autopilot um, all the time. So like I'll come in from the weekend, like Sunday evening, and I'm prepping for my week and I'll be like, I just booked three sessions over the weekend. How freaking cool is that? And then on Monday, I personally, even if they've already booked, I personally will either give them a text or I will send them an email back letting them know that I have received their inquiry or that I'm so excited that that they felt that they could go ahead and book and whatever. So I personalize it. So you definitely need to be responding within 24 hours on your work days. And then on the weekends, um, listen, we've got to normalize not working on the weekends. So if you have crazy clients that literally can't wait for you to get back to them on Monday. They they shouldn't be your client anyway. And I am also going to throw myself under the bus here. There was a time a few years ago when I was looking for wedding photographers for me and I just wanted them to respond to me like right back, right? And I was getting a little impatient. And man, if I could go back years ago and tell myself, "Hey, um, they deserve a freaking weekend off, or Hey, they're probably photographing someone else's wedding. Uh, you know, like it's time to calm down. So we've got to normalize not responding on the weekends and not working on the weekends either. Now I'm not necessarily saying like you can't go out for a shoot, but I'm like basically telling you, you don't need to be on social media and in your email inbox all weekend long. Like that's ridiculous. So I'm giving you the permission that if someone is mad at you because you didn't respond within 24 hours on a weekend, like they're probably not the best fit client for you anyway. Okay. All right. The next piece that I want to talk about. Oh yes. Thank you. I meant to say that and I forgot about that. Yes. So I use Iris works. Um, I know several of you have already followed me in my podcast and you guys have signed up. Thank you so much. Um, I am an ambassador for Iris works. And so if you're looking for that platform or that system that's really gonna help you systematize everything. We go in depth um, about this inside of the Blueprint and I have a YouTube channel about this as well. But if you're interested, go check Irisworks out. I've got a discount code you can use if you end up loving it. It's 20% off for a year and it is amazing. Um, and it's just my first name, Brooke, in all caps. So go check Irisworks out if that's something that you need in this season in your business. Okay, moving right along. Trust. All right. This is huge, huge, huge in your business. So you are always trying to gain your client's trust. This happens long before the session ever takes place. So one thing I want you to kind of check yourself is if you say you're going to do something, do you do it? What I mean is if you tell the client you're going to send them a styling guide Do you actually do it? If you tell the client that you're going to uh, send them your calendar or like a 20 minute time to book a styling session with you, do you do it or do you keep forgetting? And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I got busy and I forgot. Right. You're going to break your client's trust if you're not actually following through with what you're saying. So this happens a lot. This happens to me as a photographer, booking photographers a lot of times they'll say that they're going to do certain things. And I feel like I get the short end of the stick because it's like they just assume because I'm a photographer, like I don't deserve their full on client experience. And so I don't ever get any styling advice or I don't get all the extra perks that they give other clients. And I'm like, that doesn't look good on you. Right. So I want you to be thinking about that. Do you do you do what you say you're going to do? Okay. Okay. So there are two reasons that a client will ever choose to leave you as in never come back to your photography business and use you again. And that is because a, you either dropped the ball and you didn't manage their expectations, right? Or someone, another photographer is doing it better and making them feel more special. I'm going to let that sit for a second because I bet that stings because it's true. And honestly, like looking back when I was running my photography business in the early years, this happened, right? So yeah, like this, I've been here. I've been in both situations. And so I've been in the situation where, I just was overwhelmed. I didn't have systems and processes. I was overworking, but undercharging. I, um, I just like, I was up in the air. Like I wanted my business to work so bad, but I was also working a full-time job and trying to be a mom and a wife and blah, blah, blah. Right. And I just couldn't, I couldn't do it all. I, I just didn't, I was like, there has to be a better way. Right. And there is a better way. And so now I feel like I don't drop the ball and I definitely manage my client's expectations and it really helps by having this client experience. But I want to tell you a flip side real quickly because I really want this to sink in. So someone is always doing it better and that is not meant to make you feel bad. That is not meant to make you feel shame and guilt and have anxiety like you can never uh, do it as good as someone else. That's not what I mean by this, but this is the truth if you are going, um, well, let me just tell you in a photography standpoint, I am, I fall in this category. I am that photographer that is doing it better than others in my area. And here's how I know, because I hear the stories. I hear the clients come use me after they've used somebody else. And I don't ask for these stories. I would never do that. I'm not out to trash photography businesses, but I have, but I hear the horror stories. I hear the way that they were treated or the way that they were ignored or how they felt in front of the camera or how they never got their pictures. And it took five months just to get their pictures back for a portrait session. Like I hear the horror stories. And so I just want you to know, like, this is the harsh reality screenshot this, this should be your motivation above all else to do this exercise we're about to get into. Okay. All right. Okay, so this is the last key piece here, and then we're going to like really start mapping this out. But this is the expectations piece, okay? This is by far the number one area and the number one problem that I see photographers struggle with time and time again. This is the one thing that when students come into the blueprint and I get my eyes and hands on their business, I pretty much just find a way to help them make sure that they are able to manage those expectations. So the majority of your problems are happening because you fail to set the expectations throughout your client's journey. Okay. Literally, this is one of those punch in the gut things, but this is why. The majority, and I'm going to say 99% of your problem if you've had a client that you did not enjoy before or a client that ended up not being happy, it literally goes back to expectations hands down, okay? So have you ever had a client who, and I want you to tell me yes, if you've had a client like this and maybe even which one, okay? So have you ever had a client who uh, was unsatisfied with their images, a client who asked for a refund, requested a different editing style, complained about how they looked in the pictures or showed up in hideous wardrobe unfit for their pictures. Curious if you've ever had a client who has done this. I'm going to drop a yes in the comments because I have had one, um, let's see, in almost all of these. I don't think I've ever had a client ask for a refund, but I have had all of the rest of them. (laughs) So. Um, I've had someone ask for a reschedule, um, or for a redo. So I guess that's similar to a refund. Okay. So here we go. Yep. So we've got the last two. Yes. Karen said not yet. And some of you are probably so brand new that maybe you're blessed and haven't had a client do this to you yet, but we all have that nightmare client. You will all have a nightmare client in your business. It doesn't mean you should throw in the towel. However, if this is something that has happened more than once, we need to fix that. Okay. Yes. Okay. I love it. All right. Thank you for your honesty. Now let's get into some hard truth. (laughs) What if I told you it was completely your fault or 99% your faults? Would you believe me? It truly is. And I have a training inside of the Blueprint program where uh, it's called How to Never Have a Nightmare Client Again. It is so good. I literally took pieces of that training and kind of threw them in the client experience. And it 99% of the time falls back on you in some capacity. Now, uh, like I said, I already understand there's a 1%. You're going to get a nightmare client that slips through the cracks and you've done everything right and you still are stuck with the nightmare client, right? Uh, but most of the time it actually falls back on you. And it's because you missed a step, you missed setting expectations. You did not communicate well enough. You did not take creative control because maybe you lack a little bit of confidence. I totally, totally understand that. But the more you do this, the more confident you'll get. And the more you take creative control and control of your situation and you really start putting your foot down and you start giving bold answers and like really leading your clients along, I promise you will have way less of those clients and hopefully never again. So. Here are some red flags to look for. And this is why I say it falls back on you because they probably showed red flags and you still took them anyway. So let's talk about these red flags. So if you have any of these and they happen, you have every right to Let go of them and say, hey, I don't think I'm the best fit for you. And then refund any money they've already paid you if this happens before the session. Your goal is to find a red flag and then don't book that client, right? So number one, your gut feeling. Ever had that feeling that someone wasn't a good fit for you, but you couldn't find any real reason to not take them? You just had a feeling it was probably not going to go very well. How many of you have that gut feeling and you took the client anyway, because maybe you're still in the beginning of your business or you just thought you could you could hang out there. Drop me a one. Number two, they're difficult to work with. Are they asking for over-the-top requests before you've ever even gotten into the client experience or to the session? They're asking you things that you're really uncomfortable with. Um, maybe they're not your style or they're asking you to do a type of a session that you don't specialize in. Number two, if they are difficult to work with and are doing any of these things, it's better for you to cut the tie than to move forward with those people. So drop me a two if you've ever had this. I have had this a lot. Um, and I, instead of like bending, so when I wasn't confident and I was still like, you know, scared to lose a client, I would kind of bend and be like, well, um, I can try my best. Right. And now I'm like, that is absolutely not what I do. I'm so sorry. If um, that's going to be a deal breaker, I'm happy to find somebody that would be a better fit for you. And I move on with my life because I would rather have a client that's all in and my actual right fit client than try to bend my rules just for some money from a client. Right. Right. Number three, late payment, slow communication, et cetera. So are they already pushing your boundaries by not paying you, by not signing your contract or taking days in between messages to respond? Now, I'm not talking about they took the weekend off and we'll resume talking with you on a Monday. I'm talking like it's literally taking days just to get information out of them. And it's like they're just, you know, they're basically a non-responder. It might mean that either A, you need to say, hey, is this not the best way to contact you? Do you think maybe we could hop on the phone for a quick five-minute call? I just have a few things that I want to run through and then make sure that we're good to go. Um, that would be okay and if they say yes to the phone call, but if they never respond to you or they're not okay with helping on the phone or doing another method of communication, run. Run the other direction, okay? So these are your red flags. If you come across these, I'm telling you, you are better off letting go before you ever do the work, And then having to deal with them, be a nightmare and not happy with images and all the other things after when you could have just got your right fit client from the get go. Okay, so this is like a little bonus red flags to look for. So your client experience should be set up to help you gain your client's trust, allow ease of communication and manage their expectations. So that's the whole point. So I, will, I know we did, we did a lot of groundwork there before we actually start writing this out, but it's very important that you understand every single piece matters in your client experience. You've got to make sure you're communicating, you are gaining their trust, and you are absolutely making sure that you are managing their expectations and being proactive before there is ever a problem there, before it ever exists, Okay. All right. So client experience includes processes that can be implemented into systems to ensure every client is receiving the highest level of service. So your client experience, basically it is your systems, your processes, the things you're going to do over and over and over again to ensure that every step is counted for every client is receiving VIP service um, and that no one is getting the ball dropped on them. Okay. So uh, there are three particular like major sections that you need to have processes for in your business, and that is a booking process, a sessions process, and a post sessions process. So uh, we're gonna kind of break these down in just um, in just a second. but your booking process is what happens from the time they inquire with you all the way until, they actually book with you and then your sessions process is like what happens before the session at the session and then post session what happens after the session is over so these are like the three main categories the three main buckets and we're going to break those down and and this is the point where you're going to now take your pen and paper and we're going to start writing this out here go ahead and get started while you're with me because for your homework you're going to be finishing this and um, you're going to need something to show, okay? So let's map out your client journey, your client experience from start to finish. Um, like I said, I'm going to get you started and then you're going to, for homework, go finish what you're doing. This might be something that you're always going to be tweaking. It might take you more than one hour to sit down and get this done, but this is something that you're definitely going to be working on, I hope, through the weekend and then start implementing after the bootcamp is over, okay? Okay. So every single little step matters. So what I want you to do is I either want you to get post-it notes, paper, Google doc, however you work best, however works for your brain. And you're going to literally envision your niche, your perfect um, ideal client. I don't like to use that word. I don't even know why I said that. Uh, Your right fit client and you're going to be keeping them in mind. Okay. With your specific niche. And this is, this matters to your client experience. So now we're going to map out every little step that's going to happen. So what are you going to do when someone inquires with you? What's going to happen? Write it down. And you're going to literally write down all of those steps. How do you want them to inquire with you? If someone um, inquires with you over on social media, where are you going to take them? Where are you going to lead them? Do you want to get them to inquire with you off of social media? How can you get information in one place? Okay. The next thing would be, what do you do when they decide that they're ready to book with you, right? So they've already seen your investment guide. Your investment guide goes with your inquiry process. So now they're like, I'm ready to book. So do they book directly from your investment guide? Do you want them to have to email you? Do you want them to have to go to your website? Where do you want them to go? And what does that look like? You're going to write down all the steps to that. And then your booking process. So now they've booked it. Now what happens? Okay, Um, What happens between the time that they book and commit to their session? There's a lot of little things. Do they need to sign a contract? Do you need to go over styling? Do they need to pay you up front? Do they need to pay you a retainer? Um, You know, what's going to happen? What does communication look like? How can you go above and beyond and gain their trust and really get them ready for this session in between booking and the time you guys actually show up to the session. There's nothing that irks me more Then when people do all the hard work with marketing, get someone a book with them and literally say zero words to them until the day of the session. If you do that right now, I'm not shaming you. I'm telling you it's time to change. That's why we're doing this, right? But nothing irks me more than that because they will not feel comfortable. So if you're at your session and you're struggling with posing or you're struggling with getting people to feel relaxed and comfortable, you didn't do enough prep work prep work is where you're going to get people to be like, Oh, I'm so ready. I'm excited. Like I am ready for this session. Okay. So every little thing that needs to happen, write that down. And then what does your session process look like? Literally envision your best effort, your perfect session. What does that look like? When do you meet? Do you get there early? Uh, what, you know, like, what does that look like? Do they get anything while you're there? Are you going to just immediately jump in? Do you have a particular way you like to, uh, are you going to walk around with your clients first? What does that look like? Okay. Okay. And then what is your post-session process look like? So once the session's over, then what happens? Do you deliver sneak peeks? How long are they waiting for gallery delivery? What is your editing and culling process look like? Is there any communication whatsoever while they're waiting around for their gallery? How do you continue a relationship with your client after the gallery delivery? See, here's where A lot of you and sometimes myself, I'm not going to lie, sometimes myself tends to drop the ball. It's like we did all that hard work. We got them perfect images and we're like, great. See you later. Can't wait till next time. Well, we need to be doing something in between gallery delivery and encouraging them. Right. How do you nurture your clients to come back and book with you? This is something that I'm going to start teaching the blueprint students even more in depth on how to do that and already start getting those clients basically to book another session at their session with you. Okay, so all of these things, again, screenshot this slide because you're going to need this. I want you to go ahead and screenshot this slide because you're going to be using this for homework. Okay, so we're gonna talk about homework, but I'm not done with this training. So please do not hop off, all right? I just wanna tell you what you're doing for homework. So, number one, do you have a client experience in place right now? So, before this training, I want you to rate yourself and I want you to tell me where does your client experience exist on a scale of one to 10? One being don't really have one or it's very poorly executed all the way to a 10, which is excellent. Okay. So number two, you're going to tell me in the homework thread, which process do you need the most work on? Is it inquiry and all the way to booking? Is it anything between from the booking to the session, or is it from the post session and the nurturing? Okay. So you're going to tell me which one of those you need the most work on. And then number three, you're going to screenshot a picture of you working on this homework that I'm giving you, and you're going to post it in the thread. You're going to show us that you're working on it. Could be paper, could be Google Doc, could be post-it notes. So that's what's coming up for the homework thread, but let's keep going. How many of you are craving a purposeful and profitable photography business that leaves a lasting impact on the clients you serve and supports your dream lifestyle? right? How many of you? I want you to drop me a yes in the comments if you're like, that's the type of business I want to run. I'm going to grab a drink while you're doing that. So uh, drop me these numbers if you can relate to any of these things. So number one, you are struggling to book clients consistently because you are afraid to put yourself out there and your work out there. So maybe you're a beginner. You're just like, I'm just like the confidence just isn't quite there. Number two, You feel overwhelmed by all the back end responsibilities of running a business and you're really just like not even sure how to balance it all. You're you're screaming there's got to be a better way. Number three, you're stuck feeling like you're never going to be ready for the next level in your business because you can barely keep up now. Oh, that gives me the EBGBs because I was there. Okay, number four, uh, you feel down, maybe defeated. Maybe you're really doubtful of your potential before you really even give yourself a fair chance to get started. And number five, maybe you just feel really lonely in this industry and particularly maybe even in your area. And you desperately just want to find that circle, that group of photographers that supports you, um, that will cheer you on and actually understands what you're going through. So one, two, three, four, five, all of the above, if you can relate to any of these items. So I want you to imagine your dream. So close your eyes and imagine your dream business. So imagine if you felt confident in your skills as a photographer and your ability to run your business on your terms. You woke up every single morning feeling motivated and creative and organized. You could enjoy the freedom of working less while still making that income that we worked on for day two, right? Day one and day two. And then you felt secure and equipped with a plan and you had the resources so that you could have this sustainable long-term business. And then also um, imagine if your money story, so your hesitations on pricing, no longer held you back from charging what your services are actually worth. You had a support system of women just like you who have been in your shoes and know how you feel. And I'm one of them. Um, And you had access to coaches and experts with invaluable knowledge to guide you as you grow your photography business. So all of that sounds pretty dang good to me. So I want to introduce you to what I've been talking about all week. So this is my From Broke to Booked Blueprint. And this is literally the business framework for portrait photographers. So this is the self-paced course and hands-on program to transform your business from the inside out. So this is Dana. This is one of the students in the Blueprint program. And she said, through this program, I've learned to value myself and charge in a way that allows my business to be profitable and sustainable. I've raised my prices and streamlined my offerings, and more people are booking my largest package. By this time next year, I'll be able to leave my full-time job. I feel less overwhelmed even in the midst of busy season. If you're thinking of joining the program, do it. You needed this course like yesterday. The blueprint was without a doubt worth every single penny and then some. So that's Dana's testimonial. The From Broke to Booked Blueprint is a program that I created um, for the lifestyle photographer, portrait photographer. Basically, if you're here in this boot camp, this is 100% for you um, looking to scale your business to a consistent two to $7,000 per month while working less and way more streamlined. Amen on that, right? So here's what's inside. I just want to cover this. So these are screenshots from what you're gonna find on the sales page, but um, you are gonna get immediate access to the video library. So there's over 26 lessons um, in there that you literally can binge like a Netflix show, okay? And they are on a variety of topics that will help you thrive in your photography business. You'll get your own little student portal. You can watch them on your phone. You can watch them on your laptop, pretty much anywhere you can watch Uh, Netflix. You can stream my videos as well. The next thing you're going to get is we talk heavily on building a brand and a client experience that really helps set you apart from your competition. So this is taught in depth with actual guest experts who are in branding um, and all different what is the word I'm looking for? All different, I guess, oh my gosh. Uh, there is a there is a graphic designer, a website designer, and a business coach plus myself that have done trainings here to where they dig deep into this, okay? And really, it's like the best branding training you will ever find. It's amazing. The next piece is marketing. This is what everybody wants to know, right? How do I book more clients consistently? So I teach you organic strategies, not paid ads, not where you're throwing money at anywhere else. These are organic strategies that have grown all of these photographers business. And there is an entire module dedicated to this. We have pricing and legal. So there are trainings in here that will teach you how to set yourself up The pricing for profit training that I took you through, there's actually even more in-depth training where we talk about the business models. I go more in-depth with packages and I teach you the formula as well. So it goes even um, further and in-depth and you get my feedback on your pricing. So I will literally take your investment guide and we will look through them for our pricing Q&As and our pricing audits. Um, coaching. Hello. If you have enjoyed this boot camp, you can have me on tap every single month. I try to go live in the Blueprint program at least once a week with some type of training, Q and A, pricing audit, or just simply coaching with you. Um, and so you'll have access to me every single month. So if you have a question, you're going to get it answered. Um, and also have all the other photography businesses and photographers that are in there also give you feedback as well. And the community is hands down Everyone's favorite. So I did a poll two or three weeks ago in the blueprint group. And I was just curious. And I said, what is one of your favorite things about being in this program? And every single person said the community and part of their answer. So I was like, "Ah, that's amazing. So the number one reason that I believe that these photographers are actually seeing real success is because of the support and the accountability and the people cheering them on. We do weekly work. Wins. We are, I mean, we are literally here for each other. And uh, we just did some weekly wins before I came into the boot camp. And I was like, yes, girl, yes, I'm so proud of you guys. So, That's just a few of the things you'll find inside. Um, Jenny, shout out to if your accountability coach is Jenny, I'm going to read you what she said. She said, since joining the program, I have more than doubled my rates and wow, I could cry. I never thought I'd get here. If you're thinking of joining the Blueprint program, do it. It's worth everything to grow and sustain your business. Another student, Diana, she's a wedding photographer, by the way. Um, she, and guys, I should have brought her wins. She is almost booked out for the year. In fact, she might already be, I'm not hundred percent, but she came into it brand new, wanting to step into weddings, not really confident, doing a little bit of everything. And here's what she said. She said, this has been one of the best investments for my business. I was afraid at first because in the past I've been disappointed by programs that promised to take my business to the next level and didn't. I hear you girl, I've been there, Uh, but with this program, everything I have learned has put me one step closer to my goals. And if you're thinking of joining, do it. And by the way, she hit almost every single goal she set when she joined. So proud of Diana. For those of you that are like, "Mm, I'm hesitant, I want to read through these for you because we had two new students join us in the last 30 days and I'm going to read what they said first, okay? Okay. I understand the hesitancy and how scary this can be. And so I want you to hear from two people that have been in it for less than a month. Are you ready? So uh, Candace said, if the price tag seems big to you, it will start to look smaller and smaller the more you get into the program. Just the value I've gotten out of it is immense. I've been in for like a couple weeks, maybe three weeks. I don't remember, but I do not regret the investment. And Candace is actually joining us in the boot camp this week. So Candace, thank you for that. Uh, Lori said, I was terrified to pull the trigger, but I'm so glad that I did. I haven't made it all the way through and I've already seen such strides in my business. So Lori and I had a kickoff call, I think a week or two ago, and it was amazing. And I'm like literally watching her make like strides in her business. So Marina, shout out to Marina. She said, so I haven't even finished all the classes yet, but I'm already seeing so much change and growth in my business. I went from having no idea how much I was even profiting to now paying the bills in our household. The blueprint really gives you all the tools to have a successful business. You just have to implement it and follow through. It's not magic. It's not easy, quick cash, and there's no secret sauce. It's still hard work, but it has made all the difference for my business. Brooke has also made herself readily available and gone above and beyond to help me with more specific questions, once even helping me with an editing trick that she really did not have to help me with. She really does want other photographers to succeed. She lives out community versus competition and has created a community of cheerleaders within the blueprint program where you'll feel accepted and valued and validated. So, um, and then one more, and I promise I will stop reading you these testimonials. You can read all of these over on the sales page. But Jenny said, the blueprint is a gold mine. Seriously, I always say it answered questions that I didn't even know I needed to be asking. It's so jam-packed with knowledge and back end that I promise you'll be Rearranging everything and finding cracks that you didn't even know were there. What I also enjoy is that Brooke lets people be good at what they thrive in. She brings in other professionals to go in depth about different areas, and it's just amazing. So, one more time here is how you can join us slash blueprint program. And I literally cannot even wait to hug you guys. I'm so excited for those of you that are gonna come jump in there and really get your business going. It's gonna be amazing.